Welcome to Notes from the Electronic Cottage. I'm Jim Campbell. No matter what business a person works in, there is probably a publication devoted to the folks that work in that business and to the issues that the business faces. Many of those publications are trying to adapt, just like the rest of us, to the new COVID-19 world we live in. And pretty near all of them have articles about how the COVID virus is affecting their industries now and may well affect them into the future. So today, let's take a look at some recent articles that may be of interest to all of us, even if we don't happen to read those specialist publications. Take the publication GT, for example. GT, in this case, stands for Government Technology. It's a publication meant to serve folks in state and local governments who deal with technology, especially digital technology. A glance through the articles in the July-August 2020 edition is pretty interesting. The headline for the cover story is, quote, On Tech Ethics. Just because we can, does that mean we should? End quote. It may not surprise regular listeners to find out that here at the Electronic Cottage, we are delighted to see headlines like that, especially in a publication designed for government officials. Another article focuses on, quote, connectivity and COVID-19, how the pandemic has reinvigorated the broadband push, end quote. As more and more of us, students, teachers, nurses, doctors, city officials, business owners, workers of many kinds, do our work from home, the importance of access to high-speed broadband connectivity has become even more important. Another article points out that, quote, the pandemic boosted the credibility of newer technologies. Will a newfound open-mindedness last? End quote. In this case, the article looks at thermal imaging, which, as we've noted before, is catching on big time, even though a person's skin temperature can be a bit above normal for all sorts of reasons but it is a technology that can be used as a way to maybe identify those infected, and politicians from the current administration on down are pushing taking temperatures with one or another thermal sensor technology as a way to get kids back to school and workers back to work and consumers back to consuming, preferably before November 2020, when, as we all know, there's an election coming up. Not surprisingly, another featured technology is cell phone location data tracking. We've certainly spent plenty of time on the pros and cons of that tech on previous programs, so enough said. One technology that's slowly becoming more common, particularly in densely populated areas, is delivery robots. Robots have the advantage of costing less than ordinary delivery people over time, and importantly, in a time of fear of infection, robots can seem like a much less dangerous way of delivering goods right to people's front doors. Drones, too, are covered in this article, though mostly in the context of surveillance rather than as a delivery mode. The interesting question surrounding all these technologies and others, like telemedicine or video meetings, is how they'll fare once the COVID-19 threat is significantly reduced. Will these technologies and many others that have been thrown into service because of sheltering in place, reduced access to regular work life, and so forth, 
remain a big part of our lives once the initial reason for using them has passed? Good question. We'll probably have to wait and see. Meanwhile, a technology that many people are becoming more familiar with is electronic books, as bookstores and libraries were forced to close because of the virus. Many libraries that have been physically closed have been encouraging folks to borrow electronic books through library portals. And of course, Amazon, the 800-pound gorilla of book sales, has been doing everything it can during the pandemic to get people to buy e-books or to subscribe to various electronic reading services that the company offers. Amazon offers the Kindle, of course, as its book reading tool, but there are lots of ways to read ebooks. But whatever those ways may be, they have the ability to gather and keep a whole lot of information about what we read, how we read, what we think is important in a book, and even how long it takes us to read a page. In the May 2020 issue of Communications of the ACM, Stephen B. Wicker and Dapayan Ghosh authored an article entitled, quote, Reading in the Panopticon, Your Kindle May Be Spying on You, But You Can't Be Sure, end quote. Regular listeners may recall that the Panopticon was a type of prison designed by philosopher Jeremy Bentham that was based on prisoners being able to be observed at all times, and the prisoners knowing that. Though observation was not always used, the prisoners had to assume it was, and thus had to behave as the prison wanted them to. The authors bring that design up to point out that folks who read electronic books and are aware of how much information they're giving away about themselves may act like the prisoners in the Panopticon, and not read certain things, or make certain notes, or may skip parts of books that they may feel would reflect on them badly. What? What the heck can Amazon, or whoever, learn from someone reading a book? The authors took the time to look up Amazon's patents that have to do with electronic book readers. In one patent application, Amazon refers to what they call CAEs, or contact access events. Listen carefully to this quote from one of Amazon's patents. Quote, For example, the CAE collection module may gather a set of CAEs from the access device, indicating that, quote, illustrated history of the fork, end quote, was last displayed on screen two months ago for a period of 10 minutes in a landscape presentation mode while on an airplane at an altitude of 31,000 feet and speed of 513 miles per hour. Furthermore, the user only accessed seven pages of material during that time and, at the conclusion of the access, unloaded the content item from local storage on the access device. All of these factual data points may be captured as CAEs." End quote. And, believe it or not, this is not nearly all of the information that Amazon, in this particular case, can gather from a person reading an ebook. In this case, as in many others, COVID-19 is bringing more technology into more people's daily lives. The likelihood is pretty high that many of those technologies will become more integrated into our lives than they ever were before, even after the virus fades down 
if not completely fades away. That is a good reason to understand how these technologies work and how they interact with our daily lives. So, we'll keep on doing our best to try to figure that out right here on future editions of Notes from the Electronic Cottage. (laughs) 